Hi. Morning Masters Podcast. I'm your host, Made of Court. I got Belly in my lap. She's smiling. She loves the song. I'm kissing her. <laughs> we sitting in a room right now, for real, though. bathroom just now, I'm not gonna lie. Switch it up. Yeah. This joint go hard right here, I ain't gonna lie. Mm. Morning Masters Podcast, once again. Sorry for the delay once again. But better late than never. Ain't that right, baby girl? Lord, forgive me for my sins I've been tainted. All them late nights, me and them walls got acquainted. Word. Basquiat with the hammer, plenty pictures I done painted. I'm judge, read the charges, sh- mama nearly fainted. My hood been Iraq, and bricks like the Navy in the kitchen, whipping gravy, trying to get it for the baby. I wouldn't say a name if them motherfuckers paid me. Remember sitting in that cell, Jordan and McGrady. That's 23 and 1, window block, so I can't see the sun. Push ups, honey, down all the way to 1. Just caught another case, like I ain't just beat a gun. Somebody on the phone tripping, she won't let him see his son. Go ahead with your shit. Go ahead with your list Them niggas that you think hard Me and them no mix But everybody banging though Everybody riding Out of stage screaming out blocks We be sliding Good on your welcome Hold up, hold up, hold up <laughs> Nah, I gotta chill I'm gonna the podcast with that I can't I can't start off with that, man I, I get hyped when Sir start rapping um, Morning Masters Podcast I'm your host, Main, of course Um Let's get into it. Praying that we hit him. Wasn't thinking about his mother before we got him, but we get him. Pray my mama don't never got to identify a victim. Word. We rap those things. Get some clients if you're trapped on bling. My daughter asking what them tattoos mean. Shit, first you feel sad and you feel mad. In the mirror, like, what if she want a nigga like her dad? In the mirror, like, what if she want to... That shit hit home, ain't it? Um, Morning Masters Podcast. I'm your host, Main, of course, for the last time. Um, I want to start. I want to read some of these comments from last episode. Shout out to everybody that's in the last episode. Um, it was received very well. I got a lot of comments, a lot of feedback. Um, a lot of people reached out. It was, it was just, it was a good, it was a good, um, it was a good podcast, but it was a good, um, good feedback from it. You know, I haven't received feedback like that in a minute. Um, pretty much everybody, almost it seemed like everybody listened to it just said something about it to me. You know, at some point, um, even people that I haven't heard, um, from in a long time reached out um listened to it and reached out um people just went and found it and re- i guess sometimes people feel, they say you know um i don't know nothing about you or this that and third but my thing is you know if anybody that does know me and knows um that i, I do the podcast is the, the thing about all right so i got a, a, a few podcasts on my on, on my network i like to call one of masters to me is a network that's how I run it. So I got the show Half Hour Black Power on there. Um, Fire Ice is on there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking for other things to put on there. Got produce other podcasts, right? Um, hold on, Billy's coming over here. Baby, baby, I'm, I'm, it's me right now. You can, you can have the microphone, but it's me talking right. You want you want to sit my lap? Come on, hold on, hold on, guys. Okay. So I say that to say you okay, baby? Okay, cool. I say that to say. Uh, I think if you know me, you know my actual podcast, which is the More Than Masters podcast. Hold on, baby, you good? Um, I'm very transparent on here a lot of times about whatever's going on. Like I, I, I've had podcasts talking about situations or things with life. You know what I'm saying? I don't do it often, but like I said, the podcast, the dope thing about about podcasts in general is when I bring people on to come on and talk, it's to kind of just clear the air. You know, some people don't go to um, therapy. Some people don't have a um, a person to talk to, or whatever have you. Sometimes they have no outlet to let stuff out, so they might come on a podcast and talk. So I let them come in here and talk, or you know whatever. But to me, the podcast has always been therapeutic to me. Whether I'm talking about personal things, somebody else thing, I'm interviewing somebody. It's all therapeutic because it's all things I can let out. Like if I have a local rapper on here, and I have thoughts about local rap, I might not post it on Facebook, or I might not just I'm not with the average person that want to just laugh and joke at a local artist, whatever the case may be. I have one on here, and I'll express my thoughts to them. That's therapeutic to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
that's just how I look at it. I'm not sure how anybody would look at things like that, but that's that's me. That's my way of looking at things. So I say that to say when I do um have a podcast where I'm kind of being transparent about whatever's going on in my life or whatever, um, it's just only right because I do it so much with other people and I have more them interviewing them. Yeah, I'm not the person. I'm not going to walk up to somebody and just say, hey, such and such, I did this, I did that. I'm going through this, I'm going through that now. But when I'm... When I'm when I'm in front of my everything like right now I'm sitting up in a room got the laptop set up got the mixer set up the microphone set up Bailey in my lap usually she won't be here but you know what I'm saying she in my lap um, I just go I let it flow and like I said I produce podcasts so I know what's gonna sound good but don't sound good but at the end of the day when you letting it flow out it's like this right <laughs> uh, when you driving in the car like to me I. I've took I've taken classes like on 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 uh, psychotherapy and stuff like that, um, psychology and stuff like that. When I they I was taught, you know, you could do something called free, free talk, and people think talking to yourself is crazy, right? And it's not. I mean, I don't know what would define crazy, but I, I think it just some people do. So you talk to yourself in a car, um, that music playing. So when I do my podcast, a lot of times I have these thoughts already, kind of. Uh, Pre-assembled, you know what I'm saying? What have you? And I'm like, you cooking? You cook, cook chicken, right? You got to take the meat out the freezer, right? So the whole time, my thoughts is the chicken that's cooked, right? So the podcast you hear is just cooked chicken, but me driving in a car, me just sitting back chilling, me and be my own zone. That's me unthrowing the chicken, cleaning the chicken. That's that's everything, and then I'm able to put them thoughts out on my podcast. So yeah, I might not be a person. I'm not the type of person that's gonna be like just down all the time. I'm a smile. I like, I like to use a poker face. I don't know how to play poker though, but. I'm a person that's going to smile through whatever. I mean, whatever I got to go through, whatever I got to go through, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's how I was raised, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, you know, it's just it's just, it's just, it's just the way of life. I'm not going to wear my problems on me. I just, that's not how, who I am, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm not going to bring it on anybody else. I'm not the type of person that if I'm in a bad mood or something like that, I'm going to bring the person in a bad mood or I'm going to be around. I, I'm not like that. If I, if I can't be around people, if I'm in a certain mood, that I need to try, I try to vanish on my own where even they won't rec- recognize that I'm vanishing. You know what I'm saying? It's not like <laughs> I'm gonna be around just be like don't touch me. Let me let me f alone. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not. I'm, that's not me. Uh, so with that being said, let's get into some of these comments real quick. I'm trying to read them in order. So it says, "I love this show. I got a little choked up talking about your grandma. You're such a great person, and even though you're not doing this for a reward, I'm sure you receive a blessing just because. If you ever need anything, a show to lean on." Someone to run an errand for you or whatever, even if it's just to get out the house, you can call me. I'm really just be chilling. Um, that was dope to just get you know some people reach out to you that know you. Uh, damn, bro, didn't know you was going through so much. I know helping out grandma can be tough. Just hit me up if you need anything or help with the girls. I agree, niggas don't know what real beef is. LOL. <laughs> I seen that same transgender getting into it with someone else on Facebook feed. I think he, she. Just like that kind of attention. I agree with Kevin Hart. When you get to a certain level or reach a certain status on a problem, it kind of becomes your job to help other people or pave the way for others. I agree with that. Example, you started the podcast Waving Augusta, which I definitely did, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> it says, example, you started the podcast Waving Augusta. After you made your name, you used your platform to help others start podcasts in Augusta instead of shitting on people saying their ideas or shows weren't good. I always hate it when people bring someone else down just to praise someone else. Cat can say other people deserve a shot without saying Tiffany doesn't. Uh, that's that's dope to me because normally me and Jonathan, like, we agree like 100% almost everything. And this is one where it's like I was saying one thing, he was saying another, but I see that point of view. You know what I'm saying? I still think, you know, Cat, I, th- I thought it was just funny, but I get people saying, about, you know, don't down her. To say you, other people deserve something, you know, and I I can agree with that. So that's a that was a dope. Uh, what's up, baby girl? That was a dope perspective. Um, let me read this next one. Girl, you you're not gonna be you can come up up and down one or the other. Which one? All right, I said I know how you feel. Felt taking care of your sick taking care of a sick grandma. My grandma don't have Alzheimer, but she had a bad case of meningitis on the brain, and at one point it was a touch and go situation. My grandma had six kids. Unfortunately, they thought it was best to do the they thought the best thing to do was to put her in a home. Wasn't going to happen, not if I had something to do with it. I'm like you. This lady took care of me my whole life. Also, I agree with you on the whole Cat Williams thing. He had me dying. You're right. She don't need to be a comedian if she can't clap back. <laughs> and the whole Whitney and Bobby situation, I agree with you. It was good to see that he wasn't what people made him out to be. Treating Whitney wrong and stuff. 
Thank you for being transparent, man. P.S. I see you're a single on the low. All right, I had to stop there because I'm definitely not a singer. But um, I do be humming along. I hum very well. I'm a, I'm a great hummer. Um, if that if that means anything to anybody, I got one more one to read. It was the first first one I got, but I had. If you, anybody remember, I dropped the podcast on a Sunday. I recorded on a Saturday, and I I dropped it on a Sunday just for my subscribers. You know, I got some people, some people that subscribe to the channel via SoundCloud or via um on the Apple Podcast uh, uh on iTunes. So I wanted to drop something just for the subscribers just to see that you know I posted something. You'll know when it's mine because it won't say half hour black power and it won't say Friday nights to just have a title. That means it's mine. And um it was dope to see people listen to that first day. So I got some right here. Okay, it says So I'm at the mall. I'm at the nail shop listening to my podcast. Not mine, but you know what I'm saying. I'm listening to my my usual. Forgot my headphones, so it's on speaker. I don't care. I got the whole shop quiet and listening. So, Nail Tech says, what are you listening to? I said, a podcast. She says, him married? I'm like, dot, dot, dot. Oh, why? You want his number? Smooth voice. Must have made her day. This podcast, though, reminded me of why Cat Williams is is my favorite comedian. I am not sure anyone else could have done better. Kevin Hart specifically speaking, since his name was brought up, be honest, it would have been funny, but it wouldn't have been as funny as Kevin Hart. He did that joint like it was nothing. And I guess she's referring to, um, I guess she's referring to the snap, you know, Cat Williams snapping with, um, you know, going back, going back and forth with the uh, host of the show. It says, Maine just slammed Bobby Brown and gave him the dopest credit at the same time. How you do that? You know that he fired, couldn't keep talking, had to keep singing the song, then gonna add the ah, and the song like it goes there, I'm dead. But I like this episode, we know Maine is being funniest, funniest F, I could say fuck, right, it's my podcast, funniest fuck, but he's really transparent in this episode, showing his serious, humble side dope, and he just paused again and sing Bobby Brown, I wanna rock with your baby all night long, I agree, Whitney wasn't the right person for him, and yet he was all in, but you fronting on her music, man, you can't say... That unless you heard, I'm your baby tonight, and I want to dance with somebody. Got to know the Whitney from the back in the day, her prime. Got to listen to most of her songs, then judge. All right, so I agree. I do agree with that. I do think that music, a lot of times we judge music, and I'm going to talk about it on the podcast too, based on the now. You know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't, I was born in 1990, so if Whitney Houston was ever like really popping, popping, it must have been before that. I know some of the songs she has, and she's a great voice, and she got some, you know, a few like dope, dope, dope songs. But yeah, I'm not really that that um, I'm not really that in tune with Whitney Houston like that. I'm a big Nita Baker fan. Um, I don't know. I like. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of Whitney Houston. I just know she had an amazing voice, and that she did drugs with Bobby Brown. Um, and in the movie, now I know one thing added to Whitney Houston uh, repertoire to me is that Bobby Brown um had a stroke, and she chose to do coke. That's, that's, that's all I know in Houston right now. In the movie, it showed he had a stroke, and she danced over him and took the drugs and, and finished him. And she said, I'm starting without you. And he, he couldn't start because he was on the floor because he had a stroke. But she wanted to finish the drugs. So that's my that's what I know about in Houston right now. Um, but I'm pretty sure our legacy is busy, bigger than that. So you know, rest in peace to her. Um, so I'm trying to think, should I start? With this music stuff, cause we had Lil Wayne drop, got this trip situation. Um, hmm. I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna dive in that last and just let that be the take me out thing. You know what I'm saying? But I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a call now. Let's do a call and just see if I can get somebody to answer the damn phone. See how cool I am. Let's see. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. What's up? Nothing. No, I was I was calling now. I'm on a podcast too, so I'm just letting you know that ahead of time. But um, I'm calling because I know the last uh, episode of Insecure that was last night. That's that's the finale, right? Mm-hmm. Now I put some on Facebook and you comment on it. So I said, let me just call Joy and ask her what she think about it. So what, what you thought about this season as a whole? I felt like there was not a lot of excitement in it, like it usually is. Like you said, not saying it was a bad season. It just seemed like it was kind of all over the place. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like it was still very relatable. Like no matter what's going on on the show, I feel like we can all relate. Like relationships, dating, and friendships, and like trying to find yourself in life and your purpose, what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, that's true. I feel like it was true. still good. It just wasn't a lot going on. I feel like there wasn't a lot of memorable moments either. Like I feel like the season went by real fast, and I halfway can't remember what happened. Word. 
That and that, yeah. I guess that's that's what I, I, that's that's my main thing. I think too. I, like I I've been watching Insecure since the first season. I'm also had anyway, and uh, I remember I was trying to put people on. You know what I'm saying to put them on Insecure. So when the second mm-hmm. season dropped, a lot of people watched the second season. They're like, okay, I'm gonna go back and watch the first season. I don't feel like you get that vibe with this third season. Like if you watch the third season first, I don't think it's gonna mm-hmm. make I don't think it's gonna make you want to go back and watch it from the beginning. Like how the other seasons have for some reason. Like, I don't, I don't get that vibe from this one. Me either. I I feel like another thing, like the season was more serious than the other seasons. Like true, it was more comedy moments in other episodes versus a lot of these were just very serious, which could be one thing. But I don't know, something was missing, and I just can't put my finger on what it was. Now I will say, you know how they say like uh, art imitate life, so I don't know if that got something to do with it. With like, I know. It, like insecure is like her thing with it's a ray so i don't know if she kind of mm-hmm. like matches her life all the time or or is it just sometime but if you look at the characters i guess at that time in your life that's that's kind of what you're going through sometimes i guess like for women or whatever mm-hmm. like you're not really looking for this that and third you're looking for it's not like you're young no more you know what i'm saying so i guess that's why like her and daniel they might didn't work out but then her and like she going crazy over the nathan dude which you're gonna get to in a second i'm gonna read a tweet back to you that you that you tweeted um in a minute um, yeah, you know, how, you know how you tweet a lot of funny stuff. So I, I want you to explain sometimes. Sometimes I feel like you be tweeting stuff with no explanation. So I just want to, I want, I want to, I want to get with, with, what you mean when you say that. That's all I want to do. Um, so who's your favorite character this season, or in in general? My favorite character. Yeah. Um, I think I like Kelly. Kelly, she's just real straightforward. She's funny. Like she don't bite her tongue. So I mean, she's always been my favorite since the beginning. Uh, Molly gets on my nerves a lot. And I don't know. You know, it's I like funny. Nathan, but yeah, I know you do. I know I you like Nathan. I don't know how I about him either. Yeah, he's fine. But <laughs> 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 but I, I feel like, like I don't know. and I, Maybe because I don't know you know you like that, right? But, like, I don't know. You said Molly gets annoying. But I feel like it's it's certain certain scenes or certain moments in the show where she she look like she don't take no shit sometimes. But she take a lot of it, but she like she don't. And like a the lot of things issue you say with Molly is she know how to dish out advice, but she can't take her own advice. Mm. That's her problem. Like she got the right thing to say to everybody else, and how to try to make their life perfect when she can't even get her own shit together. Do you find that? Do you find that to be a lot of um, problem in women in general? Yeah, all of us, most of us, a lot of the time. Well, let me I ask. Don't know. I don't know why it's so hard to take your own advice. Well, I mean, I, the truth hurts sometimes. That's probably what it is. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to get the truth than, you know, you can't take it like, like you want them. And I guess sometimes people, you never want anybody to, you never really want anybody to know the best thing for you to do over you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that too. And I think, I don't know, I think sometimes, like, just females in general, like, we try to prevent our friends doing the same dumb stuff that we did. Yeah. So that's why it's easier to tell them what not to do, but it's not so easy to do it yourself. But you, with, with, with Kelly, her being a favorite character, do you think like me personally? I think she do. She deserves a bigger role. I wonder if she like if she's a favorite because she she don't have a big role in the, in the show yet. Like she her role is okay, but we haven't really like like dove into like anything she's doing. Like I know last episode she said something like um I don't want no kids. I would have kept the last one. That was a funny line to me. That was like funny as hell to me. But like like if it was if she was like a character like uh Molly or one of them, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We would have had a like a, a detailed uh, scene of, of her going through that situation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think the only time you really got to see how Kelly really used when she was um, in her siblings at the baby shower, but all the other friends that was there, and then it's always we got to see like the other side of her, yeah. which I would love to see more of her to put that in the show some kind of way. All right, well, I'm gonna ask you. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna read these two tweets real quick. I'm trying to put you on the spot, but actually, I kind of am at the same time. <laughs> All right. It says, insecure will have you sitting there analyzing past relationships, current relationships, your friendships, and your life within 30 minutes. And then you tweeted and said, dead ass. Now, I guess, and I'm from the US, I guess that means that's, you, you agree with that, right? I am. So, um, what what is joy analyzing? Just period. Like, you see, like, some of the dumb mistakes that make it on the show and they push you back. At a point in your life when you was going through the same thing, like, just everything, friendships, relationships, like I said, I feel like it's very relatable for our age group, period, because we're going through the same thing. True, true. 
Alright, well, I'm gonna read this one. It says, this is just your own words now. This is not nobody, you're not retweeting or agreeing. You're just kind of throwing it out there. It says, um, I'd dead ass let Nathan ruin my whole life. <laughs> that was a joke because you know I play all day. Yeah, you do play a lot. I can't say all day. I you play, play a lot. lot. So, but, I but, play a lot. <laughs> I know when to be serious. <laughs> what, 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 what does ruin my whole life mean for, from a woman's standpoint? Um... I mean, a lot of women, not saying this because it was a joke, but I mean, they let, just because somebody looked good, let them fuck up their whole life. Like, they don't know when to let go. I mean, you don't even have to look good. Like, women don't let men just drain them, period. Like, they get comfortable, they get used to somebody, they get tired of starting over, so they keep going back to the same thing, knowing it's not good for them, and not knowing where to cut it off. You know, I was... That's what I went I was, in life. I was thinking that, like, I know, like, for us, I mean, you, you're younger than me, so, but, like, just when you think about age-wise, a lot of people live their life, like, you can't live your life uh, like you run out of time. I think you do that, yeah. you kind of, you know, but even, no matter how old you are, you know what I'm saying, you can't live your life like that. I ain't saying live like, like you got mad time, but if you live your mm-hmm. life like you only got one year to do this, you're going, that's what you're going to do, you're going, you know, you're going to stick with what you know or stick with what's around instead of, you know, getting what's better for you out there. I don't know. People get comfortable. That's true. Which is not a good thing. That is true. Now, but I want to talk about insecure because I'm I'm doing a podcast. I started off. I want to start off with insecure because I'm trying to talk about, talk about other things in in the podcast, but but I didn't want to just have my own opinion. I want to make sure I'm I'm, the, I'm not the only one think that. I thought this season was, it was good. It was um it was pretty much average to me. It wasn't like nothing spectacular. Like I missed a few yeah. episodes and I watched it back and I was like every time I did it, I'm like damn I ain't have to rush and watch it. I could have watched it any time. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like nothing I needed to rush to see. Yeah, not at all. I'm just hoping, like, this was a build-up to a better next season. Like, maybe this was all, like, a background story for a bunch of stuff that's going to happen next season. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, if, if, I'm hoping that Insecure don't let me down, how Power let me down this year. That's what I'm about to tell you. But I said, it feel like Power all over again. Like, it feels just like yeah. Power. That's what we were saying with season, you know, certain seasons we were saying, like, well, hopefully next season they do this. I just hate the fact that, like, now it's like we take we got to take a whole year. So I feel like next year exactly. she's gonna either get an hour episodes or get more. Like eight is not enough. That's the main problem. Them thirty minute episodes. They feel like they're ten minutes long. That's the good ones. And then they're over. Like I need an hour. Um, what, what would you say your favorite episode of this season was? Mm. It's t- sad because I can't even really think of which one's my favorite. Yeah, we need that. The Coachella. I'm I like the Coachella episode. I know you said you didn't like that one. No, nah, you know it's funny. Now I think I do like it because I watch all the episodes now. I feel like that probably was the best one. Like I didn't like it at first. I'm thinking she got you know something to tuck or you know certain things mm-hmm. gonna happen. But even bringing Lawrence back, I feel like they they shouldn't let him go in the first place because it wasn't like no crazy comeback. He had no real crazy part um, in the story. Yeah. Um, they 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 don't seem like they gonna get back together at all. I don't get the, that vibe from them. But I mean, it is what it is. I don't know. I, I feel just, like the Coachella episode is more relatable to women anyway, like with different friendships and things like that. So maybe that's what it is. I don't know. I mean, I can see that. I think so, too, because I don't, first of all, I don't, I don't have a party like that. So, I mean, you would know more than I know about that. <laughs> it had nothing to do with partying, first well, of all. I thought, I thought it had everything to do with partying. It's like, they got old. They couldn't party no more, right? That's, that's, yeah. what I, that's what I got from the episode. They old. One got pregnant. That's you. So... You get off my nerves. Nah, but that's uh, all I want. I want to talk about the episode. Um, oh, real quick, before I let you go, because I'm gonna talk about this mm-hmm. a little bit. What do you think about two things? Uh, what's your What's your opinion on the trip, um, situation with Jacquees and LMA? And then I want to know what you rate the Carter Five. You might be disappointed, but I haven't listened to the Carter Five yet. I listen to, like snippets. Oh, I'm not disappointed. It's nah. fine. Um, so I've been meaning to get around to it. it just I can only listen to music when I'm in a car for the first time. Yeah. And I ain't really been going nowhere, so that hasn't happened yet. But um, I mean, Jacquees is. Hey. I don't see the hype. Like I don't get the hype behind him. Like his version <laughs> is sound good. I just don't understand the hype behind him. Period. No, nah, I say the same thing. So I think I think his version is real good. Uh, I'm gonna talk about it in a little bit too, but I think his version was good. I like LMA's voice better, obviously. His voice can get annoying, but I would say, like, the first the first minute of her song and the first minute of his version, I, I like his better. 
But yeah, after that, I know like, what it is. he gets annoying after that to me. I'm sorry. And then I just seen his. I just seen his version of Yo, that Chris Brown joint. <laughs> Son, that just pissed my whole weekend off, man. Like, I was already pissed off, but that I seen that in Sunday. I said, "What the hell is this? I didn't know it was a real thing." He did the same dance moves. Did you moves. see the tweet about it? When it was like Chris Brown ain't even dead yet. He already rolled over. <laughs> yeah, <his I've> seen- <laughs> <laughs> that should have been weak, man. That should have weak, but. Yeah, I just want to know your opinion on that, man. I'll, I'll link you when I put this podcast out so you can hear your voice. Okay. Thanks for putting me on the spot. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. Maybe next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. Bye. All right. All right. Um, so, I guess I can talk about this uh, Jacquees and Ella May situation, right? All right. So, this is uh, Ella May. So All right. Um, so pretty much Let me stop right there I don't want to take my track off Pretty much um, LMA She got a song called Trip That's a part of it right there A little beginning of it And um, Jacquees I don't know if you know who Jacquees is He had that song um, B.E.D. Like Bed I don't know He can sing He got a good voice He can sing He just It sounds annoying sometimes Because he riffs a lot and I'm not even into music like that, like to sing in part, but he riffs a lot and I think it's more than he should be riffing. Um, but he he had a, he has a nice voice. I'm not gonna sit here and, and, and um trash him. He got a nice voice. But he put his own little snippet out, his own little like he called it a quee mix. I guess his name Jaquee, so it's like a quee mix. I guess which that's what you call it. Um so he got his own little version. He did a video for everything. Like the nigga wild out to be honest with you asked me because not only did he do the song, you know what I'm saying, but he put a video out before she even put the video out. Like he working his record as her record more than her working her record. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is his part right here. Um, it's a, I'm, I'm actually listen, listening to the video right now. Hey. Oh. Hey. Sing it. Mm. 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 I ain't gonna lie. It's kind of smooth. Hey. Alright, stop. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. The first minute of his, I like better than hers. But it's hard. It's easy to do that when you when you got the blueprint ready and you just kind of you know you re, you revising it. You know, it's almost like if I make a rough draft of something and somebody rewrites it, theirs probably better because they're gonna fix my mistakes. So, um, but I I feel like me personally, I've, I've heard a song where they mashed these two records up together and it was dope that way. I don't see why they. Okay, so the story is. The reports came out that LMA told well forced him to take the track off SoundCloud and take the videos off all the platforms like YouTube, Spotify, stuff like that. I think it's still on, you can still see the video on Facebook, obviously, and you can still see the video like on Instagram because that's it's only a minute clip. But um, I feel like that was, I'm not going to, that might have been a little much. might have been a little much. Um, And I say that only because they could have worked together. They could have did a Fisher remix. I still think hers is more serious, so I, I'm going to like that better. As a full record, I like LMA's trip. More than like Jacquees's trip remix, you know what I'm saying? Because it's a, I mean, LMA just the way they put her records together as a, as a whole entirety is always dope. Jacquees he gets annoying after a little while, so at the first minute I'm kind of like I'm ready to switch, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I feel like, I, but I think his just got more plays and more views. It started doing better than her actual record, and I think that became a problem. Um, I seen tweets of people coming at her like, oh. FLM, we're going to post it here. We're going to do this. Listen, this is the thing. People need to understand. I'm going to get off this topic after this because this is not even that deep, dope. It's not even that deep to stay on. I doubt Ella May was the one that said, hey, we need to take this record off. It was probably the people that that's making money off the trip record, like the record label, like maybe DJ Mustard, who I, I would assume was the one that told them to take it down because that's her manager. He signed her. Um, they don't want to look at the numbers. You know what I'm saying? She's seen the results. They her record is doing great. But they look at the numbers like, whoa, this record is starting to creep up and do better than the actual record. Instead of them, I guess just saying let's make make a official remix because it ain't been out long enough, they didn't they just made him take it down. I don't think it was her per se. I don't think LMA called them and said, Yo, Queese, hey, take down the Queen Mix, man. You you doing numbers out here, man. Take it down. I doubt that was the case. It I'm pretty sure it's just like on SoundCloud. When I post a 
a year ago I posted a Drake song on on my page on um on on the podcast. I played um the song from More Life. The next day I got an email. It said we taking your track down because Universal has contacted us and said that you you know basically you played it's copyright infringement on there. Cool. It wasn't Drake that said yo. What this nigga main doing? Take this, take tell him take Drake know my podcast. He not worry about me. It's not him. It's the label. So I think sometimes it's just the label that's doing it just for business purposes wise. They're losing money, or maybe they feel like people are going in certain tripping. This is what's coming up versus LMA's coming up. So now we now when they type tripping. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought my grandma left. Now when they type tripping, Jacquees is coming up. And that's the problem. So I don't think it's an issue with LMA and Jacquee. I just feel like it's a label situation. It's a label um, call. And it's just a call that labels make sometimes. It's just what it is. I think people put too much emphasis on it being her, the reason why the record is no, not no longer available on SoundCloud or whatever, whatever have you. It's not her. That's just business. That's smart business, actually. So that's my take on that. <laughs> Alright, so I wanna I really wanna get into this Lil Wayne uh Carter Five mix before I get into I wanna I wanna end with um I'm not gonna lie, I wanna end with the Bill Cosby Me Too situation. I wanted to touch on that if y'all don't mind. So I wanna kinda get into this Lil Wayne Carter Five in the media. This. Let me call I'm gonna call like two people. I'm gonna call somebody real quick. Hopefully they answer the phone. I'm just calling nigga, but I'm not answering can I call from now on, bro. I'm calling you pick up. If you don't pick up when I see you, I'm giving you a thousand. Punch us to the face. This is what it is. This is, this is Jonathan right here. Yo, Skinny. What up? Hold on. Somebody calling from Dalton. Let me end that. What you doing? Hey, the Walmart. Oh, where if it's up? Yeah, I'm on a podcast right now. You, you live on More Masters Podcast. What up? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Hold on. I'm going to say it again. Yeah, I want you to sound a little more enthused. Hold on. You live on More Masters Podcast. What up? More Masters Podcast. There we go. I'm talking about. Um, I met this segment where I want to talk about this Carter 5, man. Uh-huh. All right. So... Um, what, what, what's your synopsis on it, man? I, I know what you tweeted. I know what you um put on my status when I put it up on Saturday. Um, yeah. before you before you say that, I want to just I want to just clear think uh, clear the air with this real quick. Uh, I I assume this album will be trash, just because that's what he's been putting out for so long. Um, two thousand eight was ten years ago, man. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I remember. Riding with you, 08, you know what I'm saying? That's when I had the whip. Um, we were driving every day pretty much. Carter 3, wasn't Carter 3. Um, you couldn't get in the car. We could, being you, being you, we would drive, whether we go to Evans, whether we go into Walpaws. We drove pretty much in the city, wherever we went, without hearing at least one song from Carter 3, or at least one Lil Wayne song. I don't care if I was yeah. playing G Unit. I had to put a Lil Wayne song on a, on, on a CD I made. Like, <laughs> that's how deep it was for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, Wayne was just, he yeah. was bodying everything. It's a different time now. It's a different Wayne now. It's a different decade right, now. Different right. sound of music. So I want to just put that out there first. So let's go. I'm gonna go ahead and get your take, and we could discuss it from there. I would say though, we my opinion is a little different because I actually like Dedication Five, the last Dedication you put out. I actually liked it. It was decent. He had a couple of songs on there where it reminded me of the old Wayne. They got a song called Bloody Mary with uh Jewels, the Gold Body that. So I had a little higher hopes for this Carter Five and plus who's been waiting on it for so long. But hearing it, it was I done listened to at least four times. Wow. All the way through. Beginning and end. And what is it? I like, it's not I, it. I keep trying I keep trying to force myself to like it, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> but I can't I, I don't see what people are saying who say they like it. It's, yeah. it's horrible. It is. It's like two songs that are decent. And it, this one is song coming... is really good. The very last song, let it all work out. It's really good. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you know it's funny because I didn't listen to it in its entirety, right? I, I listened to it. I rise my listen to the song. Listen to it. I did listen to it one time and my by myself just to kind of get a feel of it. Um, I, and I'm not gonna say my opinion. I'm gonna say it once I get on the phone with everybody. I'm gonna say my opinion. I want, I want y'all opinion to be talked about first, and I'll say mine after I get the phone with y'all. Um, that's also a way to get y'all into the podcast too, so that's why I do that. But um, just to touch on what you said, you said it's horrible. I see people arguing people online. Like you could tell, like Lil Wayne has has he is you know how, you know how they say you don't appreciate somebody until they're gone. Yeah, it's almost like that. Like I feel like we appreciate him in 08, 07, Like we loved him. Don't get me wrong, but I always felt like once somebody's giving you that heat consistently, you just always expect it. And I feel like for so long we let. Bad mixtape after bad mixtape, 
Then he gave us yeah. no ceiling. So we was like, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. He's still here. And no ceilings came out. We like, he's still here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he had that Waka Flocka, yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah, I said, oh, no, nah. I said, Wayne here. He's still here. I said, oh, no, nah, Drake, Drake not better. Drake not better. And then he came with another mixtape, like, oh, no, nah, never mind. <laughs> then another mixtape, oh, no, nah, never mind. You know, and I got it. And then I got the phone. Yeah. I was like, you know what? When I heard, when I, when I seen it's a new track, Lil Wayne featuring, if the person that's featuring on it, I don't want to hear, I just didn't listen to it. Like, that's how, that's how that's how I got for me. You know what I'm saying? To a certain extent. I'm like, this ain't Lil Wayne no more. He need yeah. to do drugs. When, when, when a person, when the person, <laughs> when when a, when you start saying a person needs to do drugs, I feel like that's when I had to stop listening to the music. I'm like, yeah. if I saw the day, yo, and I'm talking about Bobby Brown, for real, you know. And I'm talking about like I just mentioned the Bobby Brown story, how you know when Houston him was doing drugs and she stepped over. Like I would be that person, like if, I'm like, yo, Wayne, yo, do these drugs, man. Don't don't. <laughs> we're not gonna worry about the PO. You can go to jail if you have to. Like, we're gonna do these drugs. We're gonna put out drought four. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I haven't. Carter three was good to me. I haven't like. I know you liked his other songs, other stuff. Like, cause you were still on it. You know what I'm saying? I had been yeah, moved I, on. I like rebirth. I've been moved on to Drake. I just couldn't do it, man. I'm not gonna lie. Rebirth, all that yeah. stuff. Like, I tried. Even yeah. she will. I would say. I would say. I, even growing up, me and you, I was always a way bigger one. Yeah, fan. hell yeah. I, I had I, I used to have to try to kind of talk you in and listen to Wayne sometimes, but you just wasn't really feeling it. Nah, you were you were definitely you were definitely that twelfth grader when we were seniors. Speaking of, when we were chilling in front of the locker, you were definitely that person that wasn't on my side when I used to say, "Nah, Wayne, Hov is better than Wayne." And yeah, yeah, I definitely. And I remember you, 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 your favorite, your favorite go-to line, man. Jay Z wanted to sign him. I used to, I used to think, what the hell did I do with him being better? <laughs> I, 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 I'm not gonna lie Cause you know how I am I'm not gonna show it In front of people I used to get so pissed With you when you say that Like So what It's business You wanted to sound like But that was your, always Your first goal So I wanted to just Punch yeah, you in the gut right. But that, that You have been a big Wayne fan So to hear yeah. you say It's horrible And the yeah, funny yeah. thing to me is Which I, I, I'll say This one little part it, I'm, I'll give one part I do think this project Is better than Almost anything He's put out since I don't know I don't know. It's been a minute. He put out a lot of trash. I'm not gonna lie, but I probably to me since no ceiling. But I will say this: I haven't been a person that, that's really listened to all the Wayne music. I listen yeah. to a few of them. If I like them, cool. If I don't, but normally time I don't. So that's just how it's been yeah. for me. Um. So what, what you what you saying? So you 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 put you pretty much saying it's trash. That's how that's how you you saying it. Pretty much, I, I'm gonna go with trash. <laughs> but I will say this. Let's, let's tell you how big of a uh, fan base Wayne got, because it's to the point. You know an album trash, but you a big fan when you're saying stuff like, well, you know, he did this, this, and this in the past, so we got to appreciate this. So it's like, yeah, nah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot of Wayne fans like, starting to sound like Eminem fans. Wait, I said a lot of Wayne fans starting to sound like Eminem fans. Exactly, yeah. Like, like oh, Remember M- he did this? Remember Carter too? Like, yo, that doesn't matter. Carter 2 was classic. Carter 3 was classic. Word. I don't mean this. I mean everything he put out is going to be classic. People going to put out trash. My, my, my punchline to I'm going to just tell you because you want to phone my punchline. I'm going to let you go. My punchline has been this. This is my, my, my if I had to, if I had to, you know, pretty much like put Carter 5 in one sentence, I'll say this. I don't foresee people jumping in the whip saying, throw that Carter 5 on. That's, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> nah. But with Carter yeah. 1, 2, 3, you cannot not hear that. I would, I would listen to Carter 2. Right. A few years ago, like it dropped a few Carter, years ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's so a good point. Carter Three came out. How was it? Yo, ten years ago. I say I still. I still got songs from Carter Three on my playlist. Ten years from now, I won't have no song from Carter Five on my playlist. Yeah, it, it, I feel like it, it, it'll pass. I, I'm gonna say that. Yeah. But I want to. I want to end with this. Let you go. Uh, this to me, I feel like Carter Five shows you why the Carter should have been a trilogy, and that's it. I agree. I think when he named it Carter, you you giving it a certain expectation. You know what I'm saying? You should have just named it something else. You know, but that's just my opinion. But I'm gonna let you go. I miss somebody else All up. Right, uh, I'll link you when the podcast drop. All right. All right. Hold down. Yeah. So let me call one more person. Then I'm gonna get to this real quick. All right. Hope y'all staying with me, man. Hope y'all staying with me, man. All right, let's see. Niggas better answer the phone for me too. Word. I ain't playing that no more. Hello? Oh, that was quick. Hello? Hello? Yeah. What's good? Nothing. Just sitting here debating on if I'm going to get dressed and going to work today. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot you missed FMLA. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, you, you definitely not. I can hear in your voice. You're not going to work today. 
to get up. Like I said, I was gonna go in at like one thirty. Mm, you you gonna get to the car, play that Wayne, and then you just gonna you gonna call in and say, Nah, I ain't coming to work today. I only gotta work four hours today, so it's not that bad. Must be nice. I um, I do. I want to ask you because the streets are saying you you the biggest Wayne fan right now. That what they telling me. Who says? The street, the streets, man. The streets be talking. You know that, man. The streets be talking. The streets told me you Mrs. Wheezy F Baby. That's what they told me. Whatever. Oh, uh, but all in all serious, I want to ask you before I'm not giving my opinion. I'm gonna say my opinion once I finish talking to you, and I'll link you to the podcast, and you can listen to the whole thing if you want to, and you you hear my opinion on it. But what's your opinion of the uh, Carter Five this fall? Okay, so. When it comes to Wayne, like, I've been a big fan. And so when, like, Carter Five, what I feel about it is that it was a collection of all of the other Carters, like, the different styles, the different techniques. He's a like, my favorite song is Mona Lisa. I don't know if it's because of Kendrick Lamar being on there, but, like, that's my favorite song. I like that song. Um, that, that song is definitely dope. You, 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 I'm not going to lie. Even your first... Ten, 10 seconds of your, of your answer Cause I talked to somebody before that's a, that's a big Wayne fan too And hopefully you listen You can see, you can see the differences In y'all um, What y'all saying But you can tell You like you, You've been waiting for Wayne To put out a, a body of work like this For a minute Correct Like Wayne is He's always been a good artist And then I like his features The features that he had on that Word. With XX Like I love him And then like I just was talking to somebody, like, before he even dropped the CD, it was like, man, I'm sad because we're never going to hear any more music from him. And so after you hear his mama come on, she's talking, yes, I'm a big baby. I cried when she was talking about the way. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to keep it 100, right? Like, when the, the first two tracks, I will say that. That set the tone for me for the for the for the for the album. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, he in his bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's been a minute. It's been so long since he put out a, a dope body of work. Usually he putting out songs like 15 songs on a project. I like two or three, and that's not that's not that's not really Wayne to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to the non skip Wayne. Like I will feel like nothing is ever gonna any work that he puts out will not be comparable to his Carter one and Carter two. Like those works. Those projects was one of his best works, and I, that's because he was hungry at that time. Mm. He really, yes, he was known at that time, but he wasn't as known, and people wasn't listening to him as often as they were after Carter One. You know, like Carter One set the tone for everything. Dope, dope. You're right. Hey, I'm gonna say this though, right? On his album, one thing I I, I noticed, I know now is that the time to bash Nicki. Everybody want to bash her and you know say this thing about her because she got going on Cardi, whatever, but. That song with him and Nicki, that, I'm telling you right now, that's going to be a sleeper song people going to like. They're not going to admit it right now because they don't like Nicki right now for whatever reason. But that's a, I like uh, that song, I like that song. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not a big Nicki fan right now, but I like that song they got together. See, I'm a big Nicki fan too. Like, I I fuck with artists when they are, like, underground. Like, that's that's, that's true. Because like, you can tell the difference between their music. Yeah. Like, Nicki, I feel like she didn't let shit get to her head. Like, I know we're not talking about her, but we're talking about the song. I like it, but then somebody did make a good point. Like, if he would have put, like, Kalani on that song rather than Nicki, it would have been a better hit, like, their song Gangsta from Suicide Squad. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, I, yeah, it's other. It's, I think it's better singers he could have put. But it, my my main thing, and I'm gonna let you go in a minute. My main my main thing, from what I feel of this album, I feel like if it would have came out when it's supposed to came out, it'd have been received way better because a lot of these songs do seem dated. I feel like that song with Nicki is probably dated. That's probably why she's on the song. You know what I'm saying? Kalani wasn't really popping back then when they probably made that song. In, in my opinion, if I'm, I'm I'm assuming. I don't know when they made it, but. No, you you are right. Like I feel like the reason why a lot of people are saying that it's trash is because they're so used to this popcorn rap that's out here. You're right. You're right. They're used to the beats being the only thing that you listen to on songs because half these new rappers can't fucking rap at all. Excuse my language. Mm, talk your shit. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> I it's, it's nothing but beat and dances now. Like 
People, this is the same people that call J. Cole's album trash too, is saying that Lil Wayne's album is trash. Nah, it's like, really? I seen niggas. Y'all really don't know music. That's all that is. NBA Youngboy, I feel like he, okay, this is why I say it before anybody jump down my throat, because I said it before. <laughs> Lil Wayne, NBA could be the Lil Wayne of the new generation only because of the fact that with every CD that Youngboy has dropped, he has been consistent the whole time, and then he's only getting better with each um, CD. Yeah. Like, each project he drops, he's, he's lyrically good. Like, I can't even lie. Even though, like, this herpes thing is getting on my damn nerves. Like, bruh, you not dying. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I like NBA. I, I agree with you. I think he could be the next Wayne. Um, He's dope. But, it, it, like I said, it's a gift and a curse to put out so much good quality music at that, at that rate. Because the moment you don't, they, they they start shitting on you, you know what I'm saying? So, and that's what I feel like Lil Wayne, if he was consistent, if they would have dropped this right after Carter Four came out, guess what? Everyone, everybody so would have been like, yeah, it, yeah, that's not trash, that's my motherfucking CD, everything. <laughs> but now, because it's been 2000, I think the last one came out of 2012, I want to say. Yeah. Six years. Six years we've been waiting for a CD. All he's been dropping was mixtape the dedication was good so let me ask you it's safe to uh-huh. say are you saying this is a how you rating this album it's trash it's not trash it's great it's solid it's it's, it's fire it's classic what you what I'm you rating it? it 8.5 okay like, i can see that like i said carter one carter two those are the best like those were the projects that made Lil wayne who he is Okay, so and 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 whole, I guess we just blame Birdman for the delay. Well, I know with certain contracts, I do feel like it is Birdman's fault because if he would have dropped it, if he was not holding that CD, guess what? Lil Wayne would still be who he is, who he was today. Like you know, and I just I don't I don't understand it. Like I really I've been reading about it when everything came out. But I'm like, you holding this man's CD, like, wow. Like, this is a project that everybody wanted. Yeah, and man. now it comes out, and, like, everybody that was waiting for it, they're saying that it's bad because of the fact that it took so long for him to release it. Like, I read a comment of the guy that just commented underneath. He said it sounded like it was about 2012. It's like it was an older project, but just got released. Yeah. That is true. It yep. does, like, the beats, the flows, other than, like, the new rappers that's on there, like, you can tell those are new songs, but, like, that stuff with Nibia, that sounds old. Like, what he's talking about during that whole time, even with him having President Obama, like, on there doing the speech at the end of the one song, I forgot what it's called. But, yeah, like, they should have never waited that long. I hope we never have to go through that again. Like, this is a long wait. Word, word. But it was a good project. It was worth the wait in this sense. All right, man. Well, I'm glad you gave me a pain on it. Um, I appreciate you for letting me call you. No problem. I'll link you when I put the podcast up. Okay. All right. I just think it's funny to hear a female talk about raps. <laughs> Cam Newton voice. Now I'm just playing. That was dope. Though. She gave a real dope uh, perspective. You can also, you could tell the people I'm talking are real Wayne fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can hear the disappointment. You can hear the excitement. So, that was dope. Um. Uh, I'm going to give my opinion. I guess I got, what, a minute and a half. I'm trying to get the 50-minute mark. All right, so my opinion is Wayne thing, right? Some things are meant to be um, of a certain measure. I think the Carter 3, the Carter series, it would have been a trilogy. I don't think we needed Carter 4, which may have to give us Carter 5. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't end on Carter 4. Carter 5 is a good thing to end it on. So we need no more Carters ever, ever again. No more Carter albums, Okay. I think when you put Carter in front of the album, you give it a certain expectation. So that's what he had to live up to, which is why we say Carter 4 was so bad. And I don't think it was even that bad, to be honest with you. It's just bad for a Lil Wayne album. It's not a bad album, but it's bad for a Lil Wayne album. It's a big difference. Um, I'll say this. Uh, it sounds I'll sound dated. I feel like the album would have been way, way, way better perceived had it came out when it's supposed to. And I'll say maybe circa... 2014 early 2015 that sound would have been better then um i think big 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 wayne fan just happy that he finally put out a body of work that can be considered great 
or good or, or beyond solid, solid. You know what I'm saying? I also feel like it was too many songs on the album. I think you could chop it down to make 13 song album and then you got a, a dope, dope, dope album. You know what I'm saying? 23 or how many songs on the track is, is just too much for this time period right now. But I also feel like he did that because all of them songs were outdated. So he, he, he filled it in with some new songs. Whenever you got to fill in the album, that's that's a recipe for disaster. Because the album should be made in its entirety. It shouldn't be made and then you just fill certain spots in with with filler. So there's too many filler songs on there. But they're good songs. Uh, Lil Wayne did a good job this album. I wanted it to be trash. I'm not going to say it's trash. But I will say this. I don't see people jumping in their car saying, I want to hit that Carter 5 or throw that Carter 5 on. Even me, I didn't go search for the Carter 5. Carter 5 found me. I said that on Twitter, on Facebook. I said I wasn't going to do it. I wasn't going to go download the album. I wasn't going to go stream it. If it found me, then it would find me. But if it didn't find me, it wasn't meant for me to listen, it wasn't meant for me to, listen to. But I, I'm a big Wayne fan. I love Drought 3, the Drought series, Dedication series, uh, the Carters. Like I'm a, I'm a, I was a big, big, big Wayne fan. And I'm just happy that he's putting out better music than Eminem right now. That's my main concern. Um, whew, thank God. Um, Eminem is putting out not not great content. I think the last 13 years, Eminem hasn't put out a great body of work in the last 13 years. So I'm happy that Lil Wayne didn't match that record. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been 10. He was close. This is an okay body of work. It's solid at best. Um, 10 years from now, this album won't mean anything. Five years from now, the album won't mean anything. And the way music is flowing now, it's possible that in five weeks from now, this album won't mean anything. And that's fine. However, um, I won't say it's trash. I say solid body of work. But when it's come from artists of Lil Wayne's magnitude and we know what he's capable of, that's not enough. So, in short, I'll just say, this ain't it, but it's better than what Eminem's been putting out. And his fans love his music. So, take that for what it is. Um, So, I asked my synopsis of the Lil Wayne album. I don't have no long soliloquy to go into. I like the Nicki Minaj song. The people are not going to like that. Um, I like the intro. I think he started the intro off very, very well. That was probably the dopest part of the album. He set a, he set a tone. But I do feel like it could have ended with the first nine songs. and It, been a, it might have been a classic album. The first nine songs are great. It's when I get from then on where I'm like, all right, skip, maybe, pass, or got to be in the mood to listen to this. You know what I'm saying? So, But I don't know. I don't make albums. I don't know how hard it is to make. This is my opinion on it. Y'all give me y'all when y'all, if y'all heard the mixtape. I mean, or the um, album. Okay, so I went in with the Bill Cosby thing. Um, I didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because I was talking about other stuff. Bill Cobby was sentenced to do three to ten years in prison. And uh, my opinion on that is this. <sighs> okay. He was found guilty of something. Right? Uh, whatever charge it was. I don't know the main charge. Yeah, there were so many charges with Bill Cobby. It's hard to keep up. But he was found guilty of it. And I'm guessing it's a sexual charge. Um, I don't want to dismiss. I hate to dismiss these kind of cases where you, you're judging someone based on how they look. So I see, I know I've seen memes where people say, Bill Cobb did not rape this man. I know it's, it's funny. I mean, we live in a funny world where everything is desensitized. It's funny. But let's just say this did happen. And that's a woman, not a man. She just happened to look like one. I don't, I shouldn't feel any less sympathy for her as I would a pretty woman or somebody I actually know personally had this happen to them. With that being said, we do have to detach Bill Cosby from Heathcliff Huxtable, okay? Um, that's just the bottom line. Like that's just that's just what it is. Knowing that, I can detach the two, and I don't know all the evidence of this case, but I know he was found guilty. So I'm just gonna go based off that. So I'm not gonna say if he did it, had he did it. I'm gonna just speak as if he did because the court's saying he did do it, right? Um, three to ten. His age, I do feel like maybe he shouldn't have to. He shouldn't have to do jail time. I don't know. Based on age, I feel like he's dying anyway. But the way the system works, you're not any better than the next person. You know, Bill Cosby. I mean, he lived a life. You know what I'm saying? He lived his own life. So you gotta. I'm. I'm. I'm a big thing of you know. You do some, gotta do the consequences. You make your own bed, you lay in it. He made the bed. He's gonna be laying in, which is a cot. I'm pretty sure. So he has to do that. Um, I know people are making the the reference of saying. Well, this person didn't get off. This person didn't get off. 
And in regards to that, that's a little different. I, I'll make a reference in regards to that on its own. I just want to mix the two. I feel like when I, when I, if I go into the system and race and how it's not the same when you think about sentencing and Cosby sentences and I start comparing to other sexual offenders or whatever it may be, I feel like I'm just doing bad against bad and I'm saying, okay, this bad person only got this much time, but this bad person got this much time. And in doing that, I feel like I'm dismissing the the whole reason that he's even in the situation, which I don't want to do. So I'll say this. My final opinion on the Bill Cosby thing is if he did the crime, he got to do the time, regardless if it's more than what a white man would have got, what a Mexican would have got, what a Hispanic would have got, he got to do the time. I'm not the judge. The judge is that, you know what I'm saying? Do I have an opinion on the system? Yes, we do know that the pain, the system is not fair for African-American African American men. My only solution to that, because it don't seem like we got the power to change anything regarding that, is try to live a life without crime. And I know it's hard for some of us to do that. It's just, that's, just a, that's just the truth. But if you can do that, you don't even have to worry about this. To be honest with you. Like, that's an, you know, how, you know, Kanye says slavery is a choice. Like, sometimes being in that system is a choice because you can choose to sell drugs, you can choose to touch a woman, you can choose to rob a store, you can choose to drive intoxicated, you can choose to do this, you can choose. That's all choices. If you know the system fucked up, make better choices so you aren't being that fucked up predicament. That's my opinion on the Cosby thing. I want to also touch on the Me Too movement, which a lot of people are scared to do. But I'm going to go and say my piece, and I don't care, which is why I wait to end of the podcast so I can play music and hopefully that'll change, take everything away. But the Me Too movement to me, when it comes to, especially the Cosby situation, everything that's going on, it's a slippery slope. It's just tough. To, it's tough to, 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 to grasp that there's a possibility that you can do something while you're 20 years old. And don't have to pay for it till you're 40 years old. You know, to me, it's only an issue because you might not be who you were when you were 20. I think they made statute of limitations for a reason. If we can go by the system, we got to fully go by the system. We can't go by when it's convenient for us, when it's not convenient for us. So if, no disrespect, if a rape is only a 10-year statute of limitations, if, I, if, if somebody did it when they was 20, and I hope it don't happen to nobody. I want to say that. But if it happens, the person, the, the victim needs to speak up within that that time period. Because you speak up 12 years, they cannot, nothing nothing should be able to happen to the person because it's statute of limitations. You know what I'm I ain't saying it didn't happen. But we go by a system in America for a reason. Not for this reason, but for reasons. And now this can be one of them. Um, my thing with the Me Too movement is that it's a dangerous movement. It's not powerful. It looks powerful because of the people they're bringing down, which are powerful people and mean a lot to the, like Kobe mean a lot to the black community. Weinstein mean a lot to the, to the arts community when it comes to movies and things of that nature. So they've taken down powerful people, but it's dangerous because you can't, you can't say anything about the Me Too movement at all without somebody getting offended. So point, point in case, somebody says, uh, Daryl, I'm just gonna use the word Daryl. Daryl touched me back in '05 for for a month, and I I didn't like it, but it came up this year and said it right. I can't ask, but why don't you say something '05? If I do that, I'm being offensive to everybody, every victim that ever been touched and without without consent. I'm I'm I'm, I'm it's like they see me as a person that's. Saying it's okay that it happened. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm asking a legit question. I feel like if you wait 15 years and I ask you, well, why didn't you say something then? That's a legit question. I, I, don't, I don't mean for you to be upset. I didn't, I'm not saying, oh, you should have said it then. I'm just asking you, why didn't you say anything then? But when you ask that question, they get in an uproar, they get upset, and you can't have a conversation with somebody like that. You just can't have a conversation with you. You know what I'm saying? They look at you as the, as the person that victimized them. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't. So Me Too movie is a slippery slope to me. It's like it's dangerous because there's nothing you can say but let's take them down. That's the only that's the only legitimate answer they want. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even saying anybody's lying in the Me Too movie. Let's just let's take that. We can't even take that off the scale because I can think of too many cases where 
people have went to jail for a sexual assault or rape. When you talk about the Central Park Five, like where people have really been done time behind sexual acts, and then it comes out they didn't do it. It comes out the person lied because they were scared. It comes out the evidence shows that they that, that that's that's not even their semen. It comes out that they found the actual man that did it. So when I when I when I say when people are are questioning whether to believe this person or not, it's for valid reasons. It's not because they like the person that you're saying did it. It's because in America we have we have cases where people haven't always been honest. It's because we in America. Let's just let's just let's just call a spade a spade. And America is not a very honest place to live. America hasn't we're not built on integrity. We're built off taking what's ours and not giving a fuck about nothing else. That's America for you. We big on we big on opportunity. So if somebody's seen comes up an opportunist, which a lot of people do think that people in the Me Too movement or victims of the Me Too movement are banking off opportunity, like they want this money, so they're being quiet because they can get this settlement. You know that this guy has twenty million dollars. You want a million dollars, so you're gonna say this happened, and you know that he did touch you back in the day. But maybe you didn't say nothing, but you didn't tell him no. I don't know what the case may be, but regardless of the fact. You you looking at it, you can get a million dollars, a million dollars, a million dollars out the deal. That's just how they look at it. Imagine my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think the Me Too movement is a serious movement, but it's just dangerous because it's really no way to answer them. There's no way to console them. There's no way to say you can't ask certain questions without them saying, "Well, why are you asking me this and not this?" So I think what they need, what needs to happen is. We need to make a, a list of questions we can ask when somebody has been me tooed or or how, whatever the term you're using for it. We need to have a list of questions we can't ask because if I can't ask you, um, why don't you say something when it happened without you getting upset or just, and just telling me like you were scared or this, that, and third? Something is wrong. I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just I'm just asking a valid question. That's just that's my opinion though. I haven't been. I'm not a woman, so I could be wrong. Tell me your opinion. I don't know, but you know, and we can have this conversation more next podcast. Um, I think that's it. I, I probably missed time, but I'm an hour in. I ain't really trying to. I gotta work in a little while. Um, I'll just play this little suit surf and we, we can go from there. All right, man. Morning Masters podcast. I'm your host, Maine, of course, and we are out of here. Goodbye. We gonna end with some old classic Wayne. I'm out. I love this shit. So let me talk my shit. Uh. <laughs> okay, I'm good. Yeah. I know you see the clock is getting money is what we on. Rock and drop the top in the winter with the heat on. Bad yellow bitch keep my passenger seat warm. Leg hanging out the window. You ain't got these on. Bitch holla, it is Louisa. They cannot see me. They are like Stevie. I am bearing a ton like Leafy. I circle your house like BB. Call it in the heebie. Jeebies, never give freebies. 75,000 for these bees. I can get a hundred thousand up in these jeans Big stacks, my pockets on creatine Young money dip set, nigga, we a team If you don't like a nigga, fuck you, no Vaseline Peel off in a Lamborghini Like a tangerine Got the engine straight shaking like a tambourine Like a bitch with some lips like Angeline Not Jolie, holy God flow I go where I know I the guy go Fuck you, ho, I'm so 5-0 
page you. You may not be a model, but I can front page you. You know I'm nasty, excuse my behavior. Let me just taste ya. We can fuck later. Sitting in the coupe, looking like a racer. Top peel back like the skin of a potato. Seat way back, listening to I need a beggar. I am by myself smoking weed by the acre. I let go gator. Ain't nobody greater.